Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. There is something that you can try that can make you feel so much better if you're suffering from anxiety, even depression, have some pain, some chronic pain. Energy healing can make you feel fantastic and maybe even get you off medication that you might be taking. Uh, Reiki in particular is one of those energy healing modalities. And we're going to talk with somebody who does that and does it very well. She's an energy and Reiki master healer and does so much more. And she's back with us. She is the owner of Reiki by Madhu. And she does have the Midas touch. Madhu, welcome. How are you doing today? Hello and very namaste to all your audience, Steve. I am very well. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm and I'm overdue for Reiki. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> anytime, anytime. I've just been so busy, and yeah. But I will tell you this: I yeah. can remember every session I've ever had, whether it was remote mm-hmm. or was in mm-hmm. person, and it has made such a a huge difference immediately, and then even just a you know, a day, a few hours later. I guess, why don't we start here? Why don't you explain what, what Reiki is for everybody? If they, they're, Maybe they've heard the term, but maybe they're not 100% sure what it is. Yeah, so, so Reiki is just energy healing. You know, Reiki is the universal energy that we channel. And uh, universal energy is always pure. It's always healing. It's always loving. And uh, since it flows from the source, uh, when it is channeled to a channel and uh, it is channeled to a client or patient to anything, it will always impart your healing. So it's just the universal energy flowing through somebody, a channel, and then healing you across. You know, it's so many things. It, it, I mean, you can perceive it in any way you want, uh, but this is, this is the core, the crux of it. You know, it is that loving, divine, universal energy. And that is there for you. This, for you. This is something that's been around for a long time. And I have to believe that yeah. if it if it didn't work, we wouldn't be mm-hmm. talking about it a hundred years or if not more, uh, uh yeah. here in twenty twenty three, if it didn't work and people still talk about it and rave about it, right? Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean you cannot uh, defy gravity. You cannot <laughs> defy air, <laughs> sunlight. So, so in the same way, you cannot defy the presence of uh, a divine energy that is around us all the time uh, and supporting us in every way uh, and form on this uh, in this in this lifetime on this earth, right? So definitely, and it does work. I mean, if you talk about myself, I have been into it since 1999, and I have grown with it. I was just a teenager. Uh, when I started with it, and uh, I have seen miracles. I mean, now if you ask me down these years, uh, at times there are times where I don't even, uh, you know, consciously remember I'm a Reiki healer. <laughs> I mean, Reiki has become such a part and parcel of my life. Uh, there is nothing uh, that is beyond the prejudice of Reiki, and there is, at the same time, uh, you don't use it like uh, like just anything. But it is there always, always guiding you, always propelling you, always putting you right time, right place, like I am here today. <laughs> and all you're doing, and I'm not minimizing it, but it is it is yeah. pretty um, amazing how 
It's not like you're doing surgery. It's not like you're dispensing medication. You are transferring energy to the people that you work with. Uh, And again, can be done remotely. And as I understand it, the energy goes where it needs to go. So let's say somebody is having a, um, let's just say a a shoulder issue. Maybe they have an energy, uh, uh, an injury. The energy is going to go there and make them feel better and eventually potentially heal that problem, right? Yeah, and not just the shoulder. I mean, you could be having that issue. Uh, you, We all know that any physical pain or ailment that we have, and it has been proven through all the research done, uh, you know, uh, all these years, that it is all our emotions, you know. Uh, it's all psychosomatic. Everything that we think, we do, all the emotions that come up during the daytime in our lifetime, that is what accumulates and uh, shows up as physical pain or ailment. So it's not only uh, for, for the first session or, you know, for instantly you might be relieved at that place where you are having that issue. But uh, if you continue with that healing, you'll see that the very core of it is touched by the healing, and that is uh, healed. So you'll see that a lot of things attached to that shoulder pain, as you're giving the example, will also go away, not just this. You'll, you'll be a different person in that aspect altogether. How did you get into doing this kind of healing, Madhu? What, what, what gets you in this, in this journey? Well, that's, that's uh, a long journey now, right? 1999, I believe. So uh, I was myself a very sick person. You know, growing up, I was different, definitely different than all my peers, my family and everything. You know, I was definitely out of place. So I had a spiritual bent of mind too at the same time. But yes, I did have a lot of issues, especially with my spine. I could hardly sit. You know, I would always toss around. Or in fact, I would be standing in the class throughout in my school days, and my teacher would tell me sit, and I wouldn't be able to. So uh, it so happened that after my high school, I went to the hostel, and there, through a family friend of mine, I came to know uh, that the first teachers, the Reiki teachers, who brought the traditional way of Reiki, now that we have, is a very improvised and Western way of uh, Reiki. But uh, those were the teachers who'd come, who learned Reiki and come to India, and they were coming to the place where I was uh, studying. And they said, you know, you have tried everything. You're always in the hospital every second day for so many things, and especially my spine, you know, issue. So uh, why don't you try this? And I was, because I had that bent of mind, and I come from India, you know, uh, being a Hindu, I'm a very, uh, you know, I have a broader perspective of what religion, what uh, healing and spirituality is all about. I said, why not? You know, I've tried everything. It, it won't harm me. And I so just went there. And uh, uh, it was just transforming. I can not put in words uh, the way it transformed me. And uh, I was actually, now I can sit for hours on my butt. <laughs> Those were the times I couldn't. So many more things. I had a list. I had a list of uh, issues going on in my body physical body. Uh, so it all started with that. Wow. So you, you recognize that you had challenges and, and th- yeah. that's where it, it began that way for you. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Wow. You're not only just doing or practicing Reiki, yeah. you have, yeah. you have other, I call them, uh, tools in your, in, in your tool chest, just like a doctor reaches yeah. out and says, you know, I've got something here for you. Um, 
You do tower readings, card readings as well? Yes, I do a lot of things. So, but in the, you know, uh, practicing Reiki and seeing Reiki work, uh, obviously you uh, touch the ceiling every time, you know, every time you face a new challenge and uh, uh, things and challenges are different every time. So what I realized was if I take help of other tools, then the experiences that I have, the knowing of the patient that I have and the experiences that the patients or the clients have is completely uh, outstanding, you know, it's completely different. And with my, uh, my Reiki healing, you know, people people do it in different ways. A lot of people who are uh, mediums do Reiki. So probably they can see I'm an empath. I'm a kinesthetic. I can feel your energy body when I'm doing healing. Uh, a lot of things would not come to me up front when I'm doing the healing, but what I have seen in almost 100% of the cases that I have handled is when I am doing the healing, uh, they have a lot of experiences, right? They literally can see, because patients, you know, clients, when they come to you, they will not tell you everything, right? They are very apprehensive, mm. and a lot of things are going on at the, at the same time. You don't even know what your true cause of, you know, pain is, right? So uh, so that was a big challenge for me. So what I thought was, you know, I should be combining everything. And Tarot helped me with uh, this, especially during the COVID times, you know. COVID time, I did a lot of healing. And uh, there were a lot of challenges. And all most of my clients were from India. So uh, Tarot helped me a lot with that, you know, understanding what is it, what it is all about. And then I do a spirit release and quad cuttings. That that has helped me a lot because a lot of times the pain or the or the issues that you are having in your life is not just uh, you alone, right? We are we live in an energy matrix, and we are influenced by a lot of things around us, right? So people connect to us in different ways. So sometimes the cause of your pain are people too, right? I wanna, can we talk about that? You mentioned it, and uh, I'm yeah. just starting to learn about it. But cord cutting, okay. cord cutting. So, yeah. so basically, we're talking about energetically. There are just visualized cords connecting you yeah. to things that may not or no longer support you in life. And until you cut the cord, so to speak, they're going to trouble you. Yeah, cut the cord, resolve the cord. Yeah, people have different uh, approach at the same time, different, uh, uh, you know, aspe uh, aspects to it. But yes, definitely, every, we are connected to everything energetically, right? Then uh, if if that cord is not positive, if the cord that is connecting to people, thing, person, life, event, anything, if it is the feeling, the emotion that is that it is giving to you, that it is relaying to you if that is not positive then it will at some point in time will cause it uh, you know trouble into your own life or you may be causing the trouble into their life so obviously that becomes important to be dissolved to be released with love and light into the light with love uh, with no uh, you know harsh emotions against it yeah definitely and then there are other things that we call as entities so there are other, obviously there are entities energy entities as we know uh, they can get attached to us, and then they could be, they could be causing trouble to us. So even they need to be released uh, from your energy body, so that you are just yourself. And tell me yeah. how that's done. If you're going to cut a cord, um, I, I, yeah, it's just 
Yeah. It's the same way as we do the healing, you know, when we're doing the healing, just in healing, you don't even have to, because energy is everywhere, right? It, it, it is everywhere. It is only present. So you don't actually, I mean, we are talking about uh, doing distant healing uh, now because thanks to COVID, uh, we are talking so much, especially in U.S. But uh, I have been practicing Reiki from uh, 1999 and in India, right? So we were doing, I was doing my, in fact, my uh, second patient was one of my doctors. And I, as I told you, I was living in a hostel and I did distant healing then. And I, she was my first uh, client, as so as to say. And the result was amazing. I won't. I can't even define uh, when at the end of this uh, duration of 21 days healing session, when she came up to me and told me the whole story, how it panned out in front of her, the issue that she was facing and the reason, I was astonished. So I knew from the very beginning that, yeah, it, uh, energy is everywhere. So obviously it will it'll, it'll follow your thoughts, right? It will follow. The moment you connect to a person, uh, you know, as people must be knowing, energy has... Reiki has symbols, and then we have symbols to connect to people energetically, and then we can channel it through that, right? It will not go to any other person. So definitely, as the same way you do in a cord cutting uh, for uh, entities, for anything, for anything for that matter. It is all healing, so, yeah. Mandu, what do people tell you after you've done a session with them, no matter what it is? What, what kind of things do they describe they feel? Uh, 100% of the time, they have... Uh, come up to me and told me that it everything played like a movie in front of them, the real cause of their uh, issue, their trouble, right? And uh, a lot of time they have said that uh, they have seen things that they never even thought uh, were the reason uh, for their botheration. There were times when they would tell me that they have got messages from people who have passed on. Wow. They have come to tell them, and then the experiences like, you know, uh, them awakening, their chakras awakening, their colors, the patterns, the flowers, the lotus. I've, yes, uh, so many things. I mean, it's overwhelming, the experience that they see. When I did one, one of my uh, sessions, when I was doing uh, uh, this release, uh, I would not like to describe it, but uh, she basically, I had to release the from the womb chakra, I had to release the already aborted baby uh, who was energetically still tied. The mother could see the face of the baby. And I had to heal her daughter also because she got very attached as she was expecting her sibling. And you won't believe they saw the same face. I didn't see it. They saw it and they told me when they described the face to each other. Uh, where the baby was leaving. Mm. So, I mean, that is overwhelming, right? I'm getting goosebumps now. So how could that happen? Of course, it means uh, there is a 200% truth to everything, right? And what do you feel? Do you feel something after you've done a session with someone? Yes, of course. (laughs) Of course. Because I am uh, an empath and a kinesthetic, I literally feel the energy body of my client. So if you are having any sort of physical uh, issues, I'll feel it in my body. And then there are messages coming through, right? There are a lot of times messages coming through. I have especially seen uh, in my experience uh, what exactly is the root cause. Uh, Sometimes I'll see it in a flash 
or then i have also seen things coming from the past life uh, the main cause so mostly if i have to experience if i see this is what i see where the cause is and what the reason of the cause is in one flash and obviously you always go back to your client and you know ask them uh, what is how how things are connected you can now just flatly go and tell them but yes this is how i feel and uh, wow a lot of things <laughs> yeah you just one part of it you you said it before i was going to get even a chance to ask it um yeah. but i sense that that you are an empath you're already <laughs> You're already feeling somebody's energy. You're already plugged into them even before yeah. before you begin. Yeah, right. That's true. That's very true. Wow. Have you have so, have you surprised yourself sometimes in working with somebody based on, you know, the feedback you've gotten from yeah, them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have. I have in many cases, you know. I have uh when people send me uh, their photographs and the name that I normally need uh before i go for a session so i normally prefer first session as a video session you know so that you connect with the client i also see a lot of things uh when i see them face to face and then probably they can just not come if they were not willing to but a lot of times what has happened is that even before i have uh, gone for the first session things would just come to me what has happened with them and what's the reason right and these are the things and when i would go for the session i would just sit and uh, look at them and talk to them and ask them and uh, most of the time i'm telling you people are so apprehensive they will not tell you right they will not tell you even if you until they start bugging them <laughs> a lot of people are like that but when you start speaking they are like startled they are like you know oh my god you're touching you're throwing light on that part of my life where i don't even want to go yes that that wow. has started me that has started me and during covid times uh, uh normally as a healer i should not be talking about it but there were then those were you know different days so people would ask me in you know very critical conditions if the person if the patient would survive or not and i have seen that when i've come up with a number of days you know and timeline um, it has actually this is all challenged i channeled sorry uh, i i will not say that i have said whatever i do even the tarot that i do i don't do the typical tarot way it is all channeled so it has come out to be true and that has surprised me like anything and the and the things that come up uh, when i channel yes tell me tell me about the the tarot cards what what <laughs> I I'm familiar with them card readings of course and I you know the yeah. oracle tarot um yeah. what what makes the way you read them different uh I channel the card and I will not sit with the card until unless I am given the permission to sit that's the difference with me I I am not like I just uh, I not I don't just go and do tarot readings I mostly do it for my clients if I'm healing someone I'll uh, do cards for them uh otherwise if i have to do it i should know the person and i will not go by the standard standard protocol of how the cards are seen you know i sit with them and i get the permission and when the cards open up to me they tell me a story uh, there are times when uh, i have done for the deceased person you know when the family members have asked me to uh, uh, they would literally come and tell me the whole story there in the form of card wow uh, so Yeah that you, that is that is something very different that i have seen with myself 
I know that there's a, uh, <laughs> a, a quote that resonates with you. Yeah. And it's something yeah. to the effect of, if something keeps coming to you, it is meant yes. for you. Do I have that right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So by trade, by uh, trade, I'm a medical microbiologist and a pathologist. And trust me, I, was, I just went to the college and I got into Reiki at the same time. So obviously I was studying. I was studying. I was in job. I'm in job right now also. So, but Reiki never left me. I left Reiki so many times. <laughs> Wait, did I hear that but right? You've 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 left Reiki a number of times. Left Reiki in the sense practicing Reiki, you know. <laughs> so I'm trying. I, I want to make Reiki. sure. I want to make sure I understand that. So you're saying you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not left Reiki in that sense. <laughs> left Reiki, you know, very diligently practicing every day. It was see, I did not get into Reiki uh, in my forties. I am in my forties now, right? Normally, people get rid of everything in their life, and then you know, mm-hmm. uh, they get uh, they get either uh, uh, they're attracted to something or they they chat. I mean. They, they they feel like you know getting into something they do it there's something some life changing events happen happens and then get into it but I literally grew up with Reiki right so I was I was growing up and doing Reiki at the same time so sometimes sometimes most of the times my studies my job everything was taking precedent over Reiki but Reiki would always come back to me I have had so many teachers in India but one thing that I was very sure of was that. Uh, in India, it's always said that uh, you don't have to find your guru. The guru will come to you. And uh, you are assigned to, if you are assigned to have a guru, uh, you will only go to that person. So for some reason, you know, I had it in my mind that I will always do my master's and other things with uh, William only. And I never knew how will I get to America then, U.S. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And I have been learning to so many teachers in India doing my first degree, as people must be knowing, Reiki is done in first degree, second degree, and then the master's. But I never did that. So it, so this is how it came back to me. Or people would get sick in front of me. Some, some, uh, some incident would happen right in front of me. You know, there was an incident when a, a family, a distant family member of mine, had a cardiac arrest in a family function. So every, everybody was in the middle of the night doing nothing at all. Nobody could, everybody was, you know, uh, there was chaos everywhere. They were like, what to do? So my father came and told me, why don't you do, you do something? I said, okay. So this is how Reiki has always been with me, you know. Uh, even even if I was putting in all my effort into my studies, into jobs, Reiki would never ever leave me. So I always tell people, you know, if things keep coming back to you, uh, you should... Uh, uh, you should know that it is meant for you, and you should never leave it. And now it is, now it is taken precedent. Now Reiki has taken precedent. I should say. <laughs> wow, it's almost as if it's almost as if <laughs> something or someone is knocking at your door. Uh, and I'm just using yeah. that as you know, just yeah. lightly. But it, you're getting yeah. something, a message, or even you know, I'd even go this way, Madhu. Even a feeling, yeah. like you keep yeah. feeling something. And you don't know why you're coming back to that. There's a, yes. there apparently there's a reason. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with Reiki, you know, I started to do Reiki because I was not well. And it so happened that people, uh, uh, since I was living in the hospital, something or the other would always go wrong, right, with someone. Yeah. So this is how I started practicing Reiki on others, right? So I was 
because I told you that growing up also, I felt very different, you know, uh, from people around me. So I was not seeking for uh, any uh, life purpose. I was just doing things like a normal girl would be doing, studying, yep. thinking of a bright future and everything. But Reiki came into my life and it kept guiding me. You know, it kept guiding me. And it so happened, see, I was into, I, I'm into medical at the same time in Reiki. So basically healing never left me. So that is how Reiki told me that this is this this is my what my life purpose is, right? Well, you know and, what? It's yeah. we're just about out of time, but I want to share. If something yeah. keeps coming back to you, there's a reason. Yeah. And Reiki was it yeah. for you, Madhu? How do yeah. we how do we locate you if we want to? Yeah, learn more. Yeah. Maybe get a, a virtual session. How do we find you? Yeah. So I have a Facebook page, uh, and I'll, I'll give the link to you for that. And my email is Reiki by Madhu. Uh, at gmail.com and uh, the website unfortunately I've just uh, come to know that uh, it is down for some reason but I'll look into it and that the website is otherwise www.midastash.com so, you have the you have the Midas touch. Uh, you really do. Yeah, the and Midas. Yeah, <laughs> the golden touch. Yes, <laughs> that yes. That's what I keep saying, right? And, and you know <laughs> I can tell you firsthand it works <laughs> and it's also yeah. Uh, amazing how it can be done virtually. So you could be anywhere in the world and get yes. healed and feel better. Ab- right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Madhu, it has been yeah. delightful talking with you and then learning about the process. And there's so much more that you yeah. do that we can uh, dig into perhaps next, next time we get together, like crystal healing, pendulum, uh, and all yeah. other readings. And uh, I thank you for being here today. Thank, thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. Have a great day ahead. Oh, thanks. And I look forward next time we get a chance to get together. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Madhu. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call one 877 333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.